Welcome, everyone. This is a reading of Negative Thoughts, Positive Advice. How to Stop Negative Thoughts from Controlling Your Life. As I participate in the conversation on mental health, I have read much advice that has never worked for me in practice. Those battling mental illness often turn to social media for hope and community, but there is a lot of misinformation that must be filtered out. Many of us struggling with depression are flailing wildly trying to keep our head above water and then telling others to flail too in order to stay alive. People reach out all the time wondering what to do about the negative and irrational thoughts that come with depression and I want to shed light into what has worked and not worked for me. Here are five ways that I've been told to handle negative thoughts that do not work for me. 1. Think X number of positive thoughts for every negative one. When my negative thoughts are spiraling out of control, it is almost impossible to think of positive ones. I try and think of positive things like, the sun is shining, but that quickly turns into, wow, my life stinks so much that the only thing that is positive is that the sun is shining. The negativity is that powerful that before I even get to three, five, or even ten positive thoughts, I've had a negative thought about each and every one of them. Two, just breathe. I know the power of our breath. It grounds us to the present moment, it helps us acknowledge our physical body, and it turns off our fight-or-flight response. The thing is that I can have negative thoughts while breathing very deeply. The two are not mutually exclusive. It may calm my heart rate down, but in the moment, it won't calm my racing mind. This is especially true if I'm not practicing breathing when I'm having neutral or positive thoughts. Prior practice makes a huge difference. 3. Understand that the negative thoughts are not you. It seems all well and dandy to understand your thoughts are not you, but this is just another thought until you experience it. It is kind of like saying you are now going to call the color green red. You may have a different label for it, but your brain is still registering the same color wave. Telling myself that these thoughts aren't me is quite frankly the only thought I don't believe. 4. Focus on your strengths. Focus, force, and effort do little to help me when the monster in my mind has taken over. He is too strong. Almost immediately when I try and think of my strengths, I draw a blank, and then I feel even worse about myself. I can't even think of one thing good about myself. 5. Challenge your thoughts. A common tool given to me in therapy has been to challenge my thoughts. Are they real? Are they accurate? Or even worse, what would a friend say to these thoughts? Yes, my thoughts feel very real, and yes, they feel very accurate. I may logically know that this isn't true, but my experience is telling me that they are. 
Challenging them ends up only reaffirming their power. These strategies may help other people, but they definitely don't help me. I have noticed that the five strategies above help those that are not dealing with mental illness. If you are dealing with normal sadness or worry, these would probably be a lot more effective. So what does help me when I have irrational and negative thoughts? The following techniques over the years and with lots of practice have been what really helped me cope with the terrible thoughts. 1. Write them down and dispose of them or share them. Writing the thoughts down gets them outside of my head and onto a paper. It allows me to accept that they are there. Rather than the advice to not give our thoughts weight, this technique works because it allows me to give them power. My thoughts are loud, big, annoying, and strong, and I can acknowledge that truth by writing it down. It also gives my body something to do while the thoughts are racing, which helps me a lot when they come with a feeling of anxiety. I think disposing of them is nice because I get to feel empowered by throwing them away or even burning them. It feels good to watch their destruction, even if they will return. When I share my writing with another person, it often helps me to feel connected, which is something that is lacking when my mind is racing with thoughts of the terrible existence of humanity. 2. Meditate twice daily. This simple practice will reveal more than anything else can. It helps me to accept the negative thoughts. It teaches me to sit through the discomfort and to welcome all experiences of life. It only works if I do it consistently, and is not a quick fix for when I feel I just need to relax. 3. Seek out someone who understands. There is something great about finding someone so I don't have to be alone with my thoughts that are insane. It's important that I share them with someone who is non-judgmental, understanding, and not trying to fix me. But over time, I have found that person. It can be hard to find the courage to show you're crazy to someone. This takes time, and trust must be built. 4. Express gratitude daily. Gratitude is more than just thinking positive thoughts. It's a feeling. When you practice gratitude, you are experiencing a feeling that is different from the negativity. This experience can alter our perspective. Direct experience is one of the strongest allies we have against our thoughts. Expressing gratitude in the moment will not always work, but if done as a daily practice, it can alter our perception and eventually our mind. 5. Clean while depression makes even simple tasks seem daunting, if you can bring yourself to do it, it really helps with the negative thoughts. It gives you something to do with your body and changes your environment. It also takes away from something the negativity monster would normally love to munch on, such as the thoughts like, I'm so pathetic, my room is a mess. Keeping things organized also makes me less frustrated and therefore prevents negativity in the future. It's not that I clean my room when thoughts are overpowering, but the regular act of cleaning and organizing that helps. 
These techniques help me deal with my depressive thoughts, but there are definitely other techniques that can be highly beneficial. On the surface, they can look very similar to the techniques that don't help me. There are some fundamental differences. So why do these techniques work while the ones above don't? Let's take a look. 1. They work because they don't use thoughts to fight thoughts. When thinking is a problem, for me, it's not going to be the solution. Changing your experience, your chemical or physical makeup, or your environment all work much better. 2. They work because I do them every day, regardless of if I'm having positive or negative thoughts that day. When your fight or flight response is on, it is really hard to learn anything. Furthermore, if we aren't doing these things when we feel good, our body will start associating them with the negative. The techniques themselves will begin to carry a negative energy. 3. They aren't quick fixes and I don't expect them to help in the moment. Things that really help take time and patience. That is how you get lasting results. When we expect something to help us instantly, and it doesn't, we become frustrated and negativity grows. When we do something without those expectations, it is freeing. We often feel the benefits sooner than we would have otherwise. 4. They help me to observe them, be curious about them, accept them, and transcend them. We can't force our way to happiness. Just like I learn in meditation, true growth comes from acceptance and the spontaneous transcendence that happens with it. The more we try and force, the more pushback we receive. 5. They foster connection. Whether it be connection to ourselves, another person, a higher power, or even our environment around us, these practices help foster connection. Connection is a natural healer. It is the active ingredient in almost any wellness program that makes it work. Negative thoughts associated with mental illness can often be overwhelming, constant, and extremely intrusive. These thoughts can alter based on whether my anxiety or my depression is heightened. With depression, my mind often thinks of escape slash running away, death slash suicide, and hate slash despise. When I am experiencing anxiety, my mind tends to think thoughts of self-doubt, criticism, and judgment. When I'm having a panic attack, my mind often has irrational thoughts that I'm about to die or that there is impending doom. Regardless of where my irrational thoughts come from, I still use the same mechanisms to help cope with them. This is because I'm not looking for a quick fix, but rather trying to restore a delicate balance to my entire system. If I were looking for in-the-moment fixes, I would probably treat irrational thoughts differently, but that won't help me in the next week, or next year, or next decade when they happen again. Now that you understand the principles and why these techniques work, what other activities might help you combat negative thoughts? Leave your ideas in the comments section. If you are interested in learning a meditation technique that can help you combat these negative thoughts, please reach out and schedule a free intro talk through my website.
I hope this reading helped you find a little piece of peace.